ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Vietnam, Israel and the Ukraine and in the states of New Jersey, West Virginia and New York and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 90,000 listeners because you keep listening up Lift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit as a top ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is... Open your heart to the divine. The divine is love. Bring this loving presence into yourself by saying, I am love as I am loved. You are love as you are loved. All is love as all is loved. As you fill with love, you kick out the fear because where there is love, there can be no fear. The more often you say this affirmation, the more you will replace fear with love. Increasingly, I am hearing people talk about the divine as love and or light. Our language is beginning to move us toward a common concept that's bigger than any one religion or belief system. As we embrace what brings us together, we weaken what separates us. In doing so, we come closer to unity, oneness, and peace. We can begin to see ourselves as being on different paths to the same destination with all of us seeking the experience of divine love and light. I encourage you to take that love and light into the voting booth with you on November 6th and vote your values. We must participate and not stand by as others make decisions for us. We are co-creators with the divine and as such it is our responsibility to take positive action on earth to make this a place of more love, compassion and empathy. 
Sometimes knowing our past lives can help us bring more love and light into ourselves. That's why my next workshop is Past Life Group Regression. Past lives are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own. Heal your past, present, and future. Connect deeply with your spirit and soul. Understand the reasons for your current life circumstances. Release the negative influences from your past lives. Gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We'll meet on November 17th. And looking ahead, my next workshop will be the Om Am Awakening, Balancing the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present these workshops or another one in your area, like overcoming abuse or creativity of self-expression. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to my on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel, Dr. Dave DeSano, and Dean. Miriam. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my past life regression workshop. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today. Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart, who are here to talk about near-death, shared-death, and after-death experiences. In last week's show, Jim Bubba Bay talked with us about how his near-death experience led to faith, purpose, and strength. 
He spoke quite movingly about the fall that left him with 23 broken bones and a gash in his skull. He was alone at night on a deserted road at the bottom of a 14-foot gully. He described seeing an enormous white light and talking with God who told him it wasn't his time yet. With the severity of Jim's injuries, he shouldn't have been able to climb out of that gully and walk to the only house in the area whose owner had just turned on the light. But he did. Jim emerged from his experience transformed and knowing that his purpose was to speak about his experience and help others find their strength and faith. As Dolores wrote, Jim's experience drove home the reality of how fast things can change and how important it is to be receptive to the miracles that empower us to hang on and to move forward with what we are instructed to do by our higher power. Although I have not experienced the extraordinary miracle of near death, Jim's experience gives me the strength to hold on and to not give up despite my day-to-day challenges and the despair that sometimes tries to pull me into a mental death spiral. Thank you for sharing your strength of spirit and purpose of helping others like me to not give up and to look to the divine for our own help and strength. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on near-death experiences, please listen to July 30, 2015 with David Bookbinder, Near-Death Experience from Malpractice Victim to Wholeness, December 3, 2015 with Stephanie Banks, Near-Death Experience the Silver Linings, and February 11, 2016 with Lynn Kathleen Russell, What Near-Death Experiences Tell Us About Living. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, read my new blog on Dina Miriam's show about her past lives. Here's an excerpt. When we see how we keep repeating certain negative patterns over many lifetimes, we can choose to accept responsibility for our circumstances and make healthy, self-loving changes. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Now I have two silver lining stories for you. The first one is from my guest last week. After the show, Jim Bubba Bay and I continue to talk. When he relayed his silver lining story to me, I knew I had to share it with you. Jim had paid to put his book in a competition where people choose their favorite books in various categories. He also paid to attend the conference and was imagining his book being chosen. When it wasn't, he heard his mind creating an unhappy thought. In that very second, he stopped his thought before it got fully formed and wrote an email to the conference organizers thanking them. He got an immediate response thanking him for his kindness. Evidently, they had been getting complaints all day long from people whose books had not been chosen. They were so grateful for his kindness that they gave him free attendance 
to next year's conference along with free admission of his book into all four categories. We don't often get that immediate and concrete response to our gratitude. Nevertheless, the more we are kind, compassionate, and grateful, the more kindness we receive. Jim's experience is a wonderful expression of the power of gratitude and the power of finding something positive in every situation. Jim's near-death experience helped him learn the lessons of silver linings and gratitude. My second silver lining story is a dream that I had recently when an elderly friend of mine was in the intensive care unit for several days. In the dream, I'm talking with her mother, who in reality has been dead for several years and who I never met in this lifetime. We're happy and chatting in a familiar way while we're packing my friend's suitcase. My friend is in the corner leaning on a tall chest of drawers and watching us. Upon waking, I had the feeling that the dream was telling me that my friend was deciding whether to stay on earth or to move to heaven. The dream seemed to be preparing me for the possibility that my friend might choose not to recover. She did, however, get through that crisis and is still recovering at home. The last time Lisa Smart was on my show, she told me that a dream I described was a shared death experience. I'm looking forward to hearing what my guests today, Lisa Smart and Dr. Raymond Moody, think of this dream. Dr. Raymond Moody has a PhD and an MD, is a world-renowned scholar, lecturer, and researcher, and widely recognized as the leading authority on near-death experiences. Dr. Moody coined the term near-death experience in 1975 in his best-selling book, Life After Life, and has since written 12 books investigating the mysteries associated with grief, dying, and the afterlife. And he just launched the University of Heaven with online courses. Lisa Smart is the author of Words at the Threshold, which she talked about on our April 6, 2017 show. Lisa is a linguist, educator, poet, and founder of the Final Words Project, an ongoing study devoted to collecting and interpreting the mysterious language people use as they are nearing death. Lisa co-facilitates workshops about language and consciousness with Dr. Moody. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I am your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Last week, I got these comments from Facebook friends. Ruth Shore wrote, so encouraging to have wise women like Paula speaking up for so many of us. Sherry Covens wrote, thank you, Paula, for being such a wonderful beacon of light. And Susan Ellis wrote, love your wisdom, Paula. I'm too busy for Facebook, but I look at your sharings. I encourage you to only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook and friend Paula Joyce so I can help you be part of the solution. Then read about and register for my past life regression workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today 
is how does believing in an afterlife affect the way you understand your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart to talk about near-death, shared-death, and after-death experiences. out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email 
drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down, how does believing in an afterlife affect the way you understand your life? And I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Raymond Mooney and Lisa Smart to talk about near-death, shared-death, and after-death experiences. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much. Um, It's a real treat um, to have Lisa back and to have you, Dr. Moody, on um, as a pioneer in this field and decades of research in the area. And then the two of you having worked together for so long, the wisdom and knowledge that you bring is just um, um, amazing. (laughs) And, And I am so grateful. So as we were discussing where to start, um, we agreed that that let's pick up with what I asked my listeners, uh, and and that is how does believing in an afterlife affect the way you live and understand your lives? Well, Paula, I you know that's an appropriate question for me. I tell you because I was uh, when I was a kid, religion to me was something that. The picture I got from my dad and my mother's mother was that they, religious people, were kind of bizarre, and I should probably stay away from them. <laughs> and uh, my dad was a military surgeon in World War II and the Pacific Theater. I guess that probably had something to do with his attitude. But um, so I just I never thought. I mean, the idea of an afterlife to me was. A joke. I, I, the only thing I knew about it was the cartoons you would see in the magazines and all of the angels and the pearly gates and stuff. But um, when I was a philosophy student at the University of Virginia, I was 18 years old, and I read Plato's Republic. And that was the first time I ever realized that some people took this seriously. And Plato described this case of a man who had and then believed dead and revived and told this really amazing story. And I was curious about it, and I asked my professor, and he said that actually a number of these early Greek philosophers had studied cases of people who had been believed dead but then revived. And um, so that was what I knew about it in 1962 when I was 18, and I just thought of it as a Greek thing, but... In 1965, I met Dr. George Ritchie, who was a professor of psychiatry at the University of Virginia, who had had such an experience. And since then, I have taught with thousands and thousands of people from all over the world who had these experiences where they say they almost died and they left their body and went through a passageway into this beautiful, comforting, joyful, loving realm of light, and they would meet their relatives who had died and were there to help them through this transition, and they would have reviews of their lives in which they saw everything they had ever done. And when people come back from this, what they say is that 
no matter what they were chasing before, knowledge as I was chasing or power or fame or money or any of these things that people chase, that after this they say, what this is really all about is how to learn to love. So that is what I have heard from people, the thousands of people who've been to the other side and back. And um, another thing they say is that they come back, they realize that learning things is very important. A lot of them choose to... uh, go back to school after this experience to try to understand it better. And uh, once in a while you have people who had never um, thought of music or, or um, painting, or, but at their, their near-death experiences um, inspire them to um, become artists. Or, uh, in uh, upstate New York, there's Dr. Anthony Chikoria, who is a Ph.D. in... Uh, Physiology and an MD and, a, and an eminent professor of uh, orthopedic surgery at NYU, who in 1996 was struck in the neck by a bolt of lightning and had a cardiac arrest. And this very profound near death experience, after which he, for unknown reasons, became an interest in the piano and step, kept dreaming that he was playing the same piece of music on a concert stage. and then finally learned how to transcribe music to transcribe the piece that he was playing. And now, in addition to being an eminent um, um, professor of orthopedic surgery, is also a very good concert pianist. And, Paul, I mean, there are just so many stories like this. I, I mean, you know, I never thought that thing that people say, oh, it's just the oxygen deprivation to the brain. Well, you know, that is something that people have said literally since Plato and his contemporary Democritus, who was the first person who figured out there were atoms. And these same experiences that Plato took to be indicators of an afterlife, Democritus said, oh, this is just the residual biological activity in the body, even after the body looks dead, there's you know, he said there's no such thing as a moment of death. And, it, and this is the same argument we have today. Well, I don't buy that one because I had been, inter, I had been interested in near-death experiences about 10 years when I went to medical school in 1972. I, I'd gotten a Ph.D. in philosophy, and I was a philosophy professor for three years. But when I... Um, uh, went to medical school that I had already been doing this. So my first few months in medical school, one of my professors um, uh, took me aside and she told me about her experience she had, which was identical to a near-death experience. But it happened not when she herself was ill or injured, but when she was sadly having to resuscitate her own mother, which was unsuccessful, but she said as her mother died that she herself, this physician, went up above her body and saw her own body and her mother's body down below. And in trying to get her bearings, she said, she looked around and she saw her mother there in spirit form and she said goodbye to her mother and saw her mother recede into this light and deceased relatives of her mother coming forth from that light who there to meet her mother, then going back to her own body, and, and as her mother 
drifted off into this light. And, I mean, I've heard so many of them like that, uh, Paula. That, I mean, I, it is not, it's not brain damage. It's not oxygen deprivation to the brain because why would the bystanders who are not ill or injured have the same experience identically when they're not any suffering, any oxygen deprivation. So this is something very important. And, you know, this has been a sensational thing in the it, well, almost 50 years now. We have, people have been, uh, have woken up to the ubiquity of these near-death experiences. And, Paula, as you know, I mean, I, you know, we're all, and Lisa knows, and I know, we're, there is a lot of stuff in this that is unreliable, and you know, I mean, sadly, you know, people who jump on the bandwagon for all sorts of secondary gain. And um, so, what Lisa and I have done, and thank you for mentioning uh, the University of Heaven. You can reach us at www.theuniversityofheaven.com. <laughs> And what we're doing is we are um, we're putting on um, uh, webinars and in which I'm going to interview some of these wonderful, amazing medical doctors who have had near-death experiences. Um, this Dr. Anthony Chikoria I mentioned, who is the professor of orthopedic surgery, who is now also a concert pianist is going to be on. And our first one is with uh, Eben Alexander, the, the Harvard neurosurgeon. And uh, we're having doc, uh, Dr. Um, uh, uh, Melvin Morse, who is a pediatrician who has studied near-death experiences. Just some amazing uh, interviews coming up. And we were on October 30th, we're giving a free webinar at... Uh, our website, and uh, it's basically I'm going to spend some time with the people uh, explaining how I have reached this conviction of mine that, con- and still very counterintuitive to me, but uh, and certainly not anything that I had ever imagined as a child or in my earlier life, but that uh, why I have come to think that, yeah, there really is an afterlife. Uh, it's not something I would want to try to convince anybody else of. I mean, you know, everybody has to go through their own process. But uh, something that really affected me was some years ago in Italy, I, uh, after a lecture on near-death experiences, the surgeon came forward from the audience and um, you could tell that he had been through something which had really affected him from from his eyes and his manner. Uh, and so he ba- basically led me back to the back of the auditorium and told me that a little while before he had been uh, doing this operation on a young man, a fairly young man, who and, and there was really no serious health problem. This was a man, he said, that it was in... Uh, um, just um, basically that that he he had no expectation that this young man would get into any trouble, but in the uh, event, the young man had a cardiac arrest, and despite all the doctor's efforts, he couldn't revive him. 
so he said he was very distressed. And he was thinking, oh, my God, you know, how did this happen? And what am I going to say to the family? And he said at that point the uh, operating room door came open, and he thought that a woman had escaped from the psychiatric ward or something that he and she was yelling and screaming. His first thought that was she was psychotic, but he had to sort of focus in on her. It's like, what is this woman saying? And he said he, he realized she was saying, my husband is not dead. She, she said, uh, I was out in the waiting room, and my husband came to me, and he says, for me to come in here and tell you that he's not dead, that you think he's dead. And the surgeon says he doesn't even remember, like, the resuming the resuscitation. Now, he just went on automatic. And then, sure enough, after a while, this patient's heart started beating again. So he said he was there in the recovery area when this um, patient regained consciousness. And he said the patient looked at him and said... Um, well, Doctor, I was up above my body up there and looking down at you, and I, I could tell you thought I was dead, and I kept trying to say, you, say you, I'm not dead, but you wouldn't listen to me. So said, I went out into the uh, waiting area, and I tried to get across to my wife to come in here and tell you I'm not dead. And, I mean, I could give you a dozen others like that, Paula, but, I mean, I give up. <laughs> you know, I mean, really... How do you I remember like Raymond. I've known right? Raymond for about six years, and it was in that period of time after studying near-death experiences for 50 years or 45 years, um, I, I met him just about the time that he was getting convinced. And that's one thing that I think is so great for me about working with Dr. Moody is that he walks into this field with the critical thinking of both someone trained as an MD and a philosopher. And for me, just to watch his own transformation um, in the last few years where he has said to me, I am, I am convinced. And it's, uh, Kenneth Ring has this expression, the benign virus, about for those of us who are researchers in, into near-death experiences, it's almost contagious because as you study it and you hear the kinds of stories you referred to, Paula, in the beginning of your show um, of one of your guests recently, you hear these stories, they, be, they become a part of you. And uh, that's what's happened to me. And I wanted to share one story that happened just yesterday to me. And I love the way... Um, you know, synchronicities occur in our lives, especially as I've gotten more uh, spiritually connected. Um, it seems more synchronicities happen, and, and therefore I have more gratitude, and with more gratitude it seems um, more incredible things happen. So one of the things that the way this has affected me as I've grown to really deeply feel there is an afterlife, and through, through rational and reasonable means, right, as um, someone I was trained as a linguist, which is a relatively scientific approach to language. But um, one of the things that's happened to me is I've lost a lot of my fear of dying. And I used to be terrified of getting on an airplane, right? I was one of those people. I don't know if you've ever seen them on an airplane, know who's white-knuckling it. (laughs) And I was always one of those people. I had such a hard time flying. And since I've done this research, I've just completely lost my fear of flying. And I had to go to Boulder yesterday to do an interview for, um, for Gaia TV, and uh, and I you know, was very comfortable on the plane. And then on the way back, 
the, the flight attendants, the really lovely group of four flight attendants on Delta, by the way, um, they uh, just asked me out of the blue, oh, you know, what are you traveling for? And I told them I was uh, had an interview for the words at the threshold, and we began to talk about uh, death and dying. And I just thought it was so ironic because they were just speaking about the loss that one of the flight attendants had experienced with her son. And so they were really, they were struggling with the question of the afterlife and death and dying and grief. And so I landed up on the back of the plane with all four of these women speaking with them about um, the, about the afterlife and about the research we've done. And it was so touching to me because the very venue that I used to be terrified of, of, you know, flying on an airplane, there I was with these flight attendants with their arms around me and taking a photograph as we shared, you know, their stories and their hopes and their, their um, comfort in hearing some of the things I had to share with them. It was a really powerful moment for me. That's really beautiful. And I appreciate... What both of you are sharing, it's so profound. Um, and, and I hate to do this, but we have to go to a break, but we will come back and have a few more rich moments with you. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpologize.com, to sign up for my email list. You receive the information on all our shows and the information on my ultimate creation problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment now on your paper write down how does this information help you in your life stay tuned we'll be right back with dr raymond moody and lisa smart to talk more about near death shared death and after death experiences Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down, how does this information help you in your life? Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Jaina can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart talking about near death, shared death, and after death experiences. And I, I just want to um, put an exclamation mark to um, what we were talking about earlier, and that is that that all of these insights and awarenesses have even more power because um, Dr. Moody started out not believing and really had took years and years to become convinced. And for the amount of evidence and the consistency of the evidence to finally help him come to that conclusion as a philosopher and an MD, um, sort of taking in all all sides of of the arguments makes it all the more believable and powerful. So I'm so grateful for your knowledge and insights. And I know that you're both working on a book, one that um, you, Dr. Moody, had started quite a while ago, and now Lisa is helping you with that God is bigger than the Bible, and that this is a result of the insights that you've gained from thousands of new near-death experience accounts. So please talk to us uh, about your insights and give a preview of this book. (laughs) Well, I am just so happy that I came to God not through religion, but it really had to do with talking with all these people who had had these near-death experiences, beginning with Dr. George Ritchie, psychiatry professor at UVA who I met in 1965 and who still, he was the finest person I ever knew in my life, George was. And I think just hearing these people talk about their near-death experiences in which the God was not something that you read about in some musty old black book that's lying in somebody's foyer, but 
But here was a living person who described an encounter with complete compassion and love. And so that sort of woke it up, woke me up to it. And I, I, I pray all the time. I don't remember exactly when I started praying, but I've been doing it a long period of time now. And uh, when you pray, I mean, well, for example, I, I, in 1990, May of 1990, I moved into an old grist mill that had been built in 1839, and it had last been rewired in 1950. So I knew it needed rewiring, but we didn't have the money at that time. So three years and four months later, September of '93. My wife said one day, she said, well, we can get the money together now to do the rewiring, but we didn't know an electrician. So we held hands by the kitchen sink, and we prayed that God would send us just the right electrician. So the next morning, the phone rang, and Cheryl picked up the phone, and she said a voice on the other end said, hello, this is B.R. Wilson. And Cheryl said, yeah, B.R., what is it? <laughs> and he said, well, your number just came up on my beeper. <laughs> so Cheryl said, well, we haven't made any phone calls this morning, B.R., what's this all about? And B.R. said, well, I'm an electrician. <laughs> so Cheryl said, well, come on over, B.R. So pretty soon he was over there doing his inspection. <laughs> so we went out and I sat down on the porch and then... Cheryl escorted B.R. back to his van, and I, yes, less than a minute, I'm sure they were back up on the porch, and B.R. was kind of looking, looking shaken, and, and Cheryl was looking white as the proverbial sheet, and what happened was, as she was putting B.R. into his van, he said, well, it's going to be a few days before I can get out here to do this, because I come from a very close family around here, and we love each other very much. And my 38-year-old brother dropped in of a heart attack the other day. And my mother had a heart attack on the way home from the funeral home. And Cheryl said, well, B.R., my husband might be able to help you with that. He talks with people who've been through that sort of thing. And B.R. said, well... My mother gave me this book called Life After Life to Read, mm -hmm. and it's helping some. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that book. Now, I, you know, it, and not only did we get a, get a good electrician, we got a good friend. B.R. is still our friend, um, you know, 25 years after that event. So, And mm -hmm. I could go on and on, but I'm sure the people listening in have their own experiences of that sort so you know I am not God is I talk to God every day he's never said a word to me about religion and um, so I, I I that's what my book is all about and, well Raymond uh, one of the things that's interested me most in writing the book with you or working you know working with you on it is um the whole idea of punishment and how in many traditional religions there's a sense that we're going to be punished for what we do in an afterlife, and yet that is completely contradicted in the accounts that you've gathered over your many decades of research. 
So yeah. can you, I would I would love to hear it from you because you say it. Yeah, you. you know, I just <laughs> I would love to hear how you explain that in your book and in your Yeah, work. well, I just, to me, it's like the whole idea of hell. You know, when you think of justice, right, you think it's the blindfolds and the scales, right? Well, if you think about it, these sort of fundamentalist people who tell you unless they mouth the same ridiculous verbal formulas that they are always mouthing, that you're going to this, you know, endless torment, infinity of torment, and they think that that's God's justice. Well, if you think, and it's always an ideological offense, right? It's like, oh, you don't believe in the Trinity, you're going to hell, right? And, and, um, if you think about it, all right, let's say the average person lives, say, into their 70s, whatever. And so what? You're going to tell me and, and that that you, you make an ideological mistake. You know, you get something in the Bible just a little bit wrong. <laughs> and for that, you're going to be tormented for eternity because of making a stupid ideological mistake. I mean... That, it, that takes hell out of the realm of justice and into the realm of nonsense. I mean, it's, it doesn't make sense to say that justice could deliver an infinite torment for just a very brief little 70-year uh, ideological dalliance. I mean, all of these things, and many of them are on the Supreme Court now. Think about it. Well, you know, one of the things, too... You know, I mean, this to me is... um, I'm sorry. We've we've only got, like, a a minute left, so um, I want to hear this. I want my listeners to hear this um, and and all the points that you're making, but but also the research in their experiences, I believe you said, prove that there is no hell and no punishment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's just ridiculous. It's like... Well, you know, the main thing, Remy, to me that's been so convincing is the idea of the life review. And um, what what Raymond talks about, what he's gathered, again, over the decades, is that when people explain, when they have a life review, it's not that God is there and, you know, hitting them over the head or anything, but rather what I've learned is that people see what they've done to others through the eyes of the other person. So you have this direct experience of their suffering. So really it's about the deepening of the heart and compassion rather than punishment and that you learn when you go through your life review, you know, if you did something really horrible to someone, what happens is you live your life review through that other person or that's what many people explain. And it's a very different model than the old, you know, punishment model. And, and, it, and, and it also opens the door that we can go on and learn from what we've done because, you know, who hasn't made at least a few trespasses in their lives, if not many, right? And so it's about that compassion uh, and deepening the compassion and learning to love so that, um, you know, so that we don't cause suffering to others exactly. as much as we can exactly. prevent that. That's right. Love, not vengeance. Mm, love, not what a beautiful place to end with the idea of love, not vengeance, and that we don't have to fear 
death, but we can look forward to just a continuation in another way of learning and loving. Thank you both so very much for being on the show and for sharing so much knowledge and wisdom and and insights. Thank you, Dr. Moody and Lisa Smart. Thank you both. And I encourage everybody to go to their websites theuniversityofheaven.com and also finalwordsproject.org. And I want to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as past life regression, dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. And if you mention this show, through you, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blocks and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Jaina, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. Archangel Jaina presides over the... uh, Kashuk Records and helps people access their past and future lives. When asking Archangel Jaina's, when asking for Archangel Jaina's help, use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jaina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me learn about my past lives. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that you are receiving help because you are. Please join us next Thursday right here when Linda Graham will talk with us about resilience, powerful practices for bouncing back from disappointment, difficulty, and even disaster. On November 1, when Carly Mattimore will talk about sacred messengers of shamanic Africa, and November 8th, when Dr. Lynn Robinson will talk about loving to the end. I want to hear what's on your mind and heart, so please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.